0: Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six and seven figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call in number is 347 838 92784. Listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello, and
1: a welcome to Wealthy Sisters sponsored by the Big Thinkers Academy, where we provide professional solutions for maximizing human potential. You can always visit us at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women, and our purpose is twofold. First, We love to inspire and encourage the listener, and second, we just have to edify, promote, and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartneck, your host. Broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. And today is another fabulous Monday. Monday, February thirteenth, twenty twelve. And I hope you're as excited about your future as I am, because as we say every week, it is extremely bright. And you know, we are here the same time that's Mondays at twelve noon Eastern every week. So go out and spread the word. The Good News About Wealthy Sisters. And, you know, we want to wish everybody a a very, very special Happy Valentine's Day. We just want to encourage everyone to always come from a place of love and to think about love. You know, we know that there is more than the eros, you know, that fire for, for your man or your woman or what have you. It's more of that type of love. Um, that we can celebrate tomorrow more than that. We can celebrate the fill of love, you know, the love for our brothers and our sisters, for humankind. You know, we can reflect on that. We also can uh, uh, talk about the love of God, the agape love, and refraining from judgment and all of that. I, I just love how Ellen always ends her show in saying, be kind to one another. and And, and it seems like sometimes that's not as, Popular, (laughs) but it really is okay to be kind to one another, to have patience, and also I I need to say that self-love, right? Because we don't love ourselves, it is very hard for us to extend any type of love to anyone. So. Let's make sure we do that as well, and that's why we provide the information and the content every week on a on a weekly basis to help everybody to be inspired, like we said, and to to find that that type of love within. And you know, we we do want to just take the time out. Uh, we have to uh, acknowledge the memory of the phenomenal Whitney Houston. Uh, we know that celebrities are human. As we talk about humankind and, and coming from a place of love, let's just be mindful of the family at this time, and and just 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 focus on that. Celebrate the positive and the great things, and 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 refrain from always trying to find something or negative about it. So we just want to just take the time to say thank you to her. For the 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 sacrifices she made to create such volumes of music for us all, because we know music is truly uh, uh, without music, you know where would we be really in in our in our world today? So uh, definitely, I want to take that time out just to say thank you and just to you know send our prayers and and love to the family of Miss Whitney Houston. And as you know, today's show is going to be another great one. You know, every day um, or every Monday, we are so excited about the phenomenal guests that we have on and the great top subjects that we have on our show. And today, of course, is going to be another one. I mean, it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about, health of our children. And our author today, our guest, Miss Stacy Simone Brana, is one that has Uh, a very unique story she wrote the book called slim down for kids and when you think about this book she actually wrote this book to help her child and it just came about i just can't wait for you to hear her story but how it came about into this book form and how it's helping so many people uh across the nation and we're excited to have her on the show to tell her story about the book. She is actually a wife and a mother of four boys. Wow, that's incredible. And she's the owner of two businesses. She's in real estate and construction. And her new company, which is Noble Rock Media, uh, that she's going to share more about that company with us, where she actually is an entertainment company, a record label, a media, media company. And uh, we're going to learn more about that and the artist that she represents as well today on the show. So you know what you need to do right now. you got to go call everybody, Facebook them, text them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278 right now, because we're going to be talking about some great things, how we can actually help our children. Maybe some people that, you know, some of your family members or loved ones that we can help. Uh, inspire our children to better or healthier lifestyles, which is crucial today with our lifestyles that we're all on that fast pace. So call them right now, tell them to dial 347 um, They can also listen live in the chat room as well at Wealthy Sisters Radio, that's S-I-S-T-A-S radio.com. Um, and we want to remind you, to, you can follow us on Facebook under Wealthy Sisters and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. And even when you dial into the show or log onto the site, you can also follow us there so you can get a reminder of the show. And if you just dialed in or you have to hang up and call back later or what have you, you can catch this show and all of our other phenomenal shows at Wealthy SistersRadio.com. And you can also download it on iTunes. So we are there. We are available for you. We just want to thank again everybody for dialing in and tuning in today. And when we come back from this short commercial break, we're going to hear from none other than the phenomenal Miss Stacy Simone Bronner, who is the author of Slim Down for Kids. Stay tuned.
0: Would you like to reach quality professionals, expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis, advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group? Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement.
2: Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803,
0: or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Having more money won't solve your problems,
1: but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting vfstrategies.com. That's vfstrategies.com or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategies. Hello and welcome. We are live here on Wealthy Sisters. Want to say happy Monday to everybody as we celebrate Valentine's Day this week. Uh, definitely want to encourage everybody, as we said earlier in the show, to celebrate love every day. Make sure to call those ones that you've spoken to as well and know that you love them. And it's there for them as well. So we want to thank again all of our listeners for tuning in to there in the chat room. And today will be another phenomenal show. Our very special guest is none other than Miss Stacy Simone Brunner, who actually is the author of Slim Down for Kids. So I'm not going to hold her from you any longer. I want to say hello and welcome to Wealthy Sister Stacy. How are you?
2: I am doing good, Deborah. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you.
1: You Oh, yes, yes. It's an honor to have you on, and uh, we're just excited and thrilled to learn more about your book uh, that you've written. And uh, why don't you just give us a little bit of background, because, you know, we always tell everybody, we're honest, we are nosy here at Wealthy Sisters. We like to know what went into the ingredients of the fine recipes we see today. So just
0: tell us a little
1: bit about yourself.
2: About myself, or about the book?
1: About yourself, where you grew up? Because we like to know, you know, what what actually uh, and transpired to help you get to this step of writing your book.
2: Well, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I was born and raised in Connecticut. Moved to Florida in my last year of high school. Um, went to the University of South Florida. Um, Then I moved here 17 years ago um, and have been in Atlanta ever since. I have four Mm -hmm. boys, and I have a husband, wonderful husband. Um, That's just a little bit about me, just a little Little bit bit
1: about you, just a little bit. Well, we know the book. Just a little bit. <laughs> I know we you, when uh, we talked about you coming on the show and you, you asked me a great question. So what, you know, what made you want to host um, me on your show and talk about this book? Tell me, you know, why you wrote the book and how it actually came about.
2: Well, originally when I started this journey, I did not plan to write a book. Um, Basically, we had this issue in our own home as far as one of our sons, our oldest son, was having an issue with weight. Uh, Being that my husband is very health conscious, you know, a lot of people probably were surprised because we were dealing with this issue within our own home. Um, So the book came as a result later because many parents, many people from our church, many friends and people that we knew, you know, kept asking, like, why did, you, what did you do? How did you mm-hmm. get them to lose this weight? You know, like, what was your secret? So as a result, then I wrote the book. But initially, when I was working with my son to lose the weight, I did not write the book. Um, it, it had mm-hmm. not been written yet. Um, but... That's that's a little bit as far as how it came about was because a lot of people showed interest and they were really concerned because they were having the same problems in their home. So they wanted Mm -hmm. to know what did I do to help my son lose this weight and become healthy and get on this, you know, get on the correct path. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: mm So what what were the signs, you know, what was it that you said, okay, I've got to be able to help. My son, lose the weight. Was there a particular incident, yeah. or or what what well, made you start that journey?
2: Well, a lot of parents, you know, of course, you, you try to act mm-hmm. like you don't see it, but you do see it. I mean, you have, you mm-hmm. can see. So if you can see, you see your child gradually getting bigger. Um, and when mm-hmm. they're small children, it's not the child's fault, of course. It's the adult's fault, whoever controls mm-hmm. the food in the house. So in my case, I noticed my child getting bigger, but you try to, act like you don't see it. So um, (laughs) as a result, when I took him to his 11th birthday, um, like his checkup, um, annual checkup, um, when he got on the scale at this particular doctor's visit, it was just something different about it. When he got on the scale, it was like a light bulb or something just went off inside of me and said, whoa, I have to do something. When he got on the scale at the doctor's office, he actually weighed more than me. And I'm a grown Mm -hmm. woman, and he should not Mm -hmm. have weighed more than me, and he was 11 years old. So that was Mm -hmm. the first sign. And then the second wake-up call was when the doctor, she took blood, and she sent it off, and when it came back, it showed that he was on the verge of becoming, well, he had high cholesterol. And so we had to talk about that. And so when she told me that, I knew I had to do something. I knew I did not want him to get on any medicine at 11, Uh, And I knew this was just the start of many other things that could go wrong. So I made up in my mind from that point on um, that I was going to do something. I was going to actually work with him to get the weight off. And I actually um, talked to the doctor, and I said, because he has a May birthday, and it was in May, and he was getting ready to get out of school during the summer, for the summer, so I asked her, I said, can you give me the whole summer to work with him before you consider any medicine or anything? And she agreed, and from that point on, I set out to make sure um, I changed everything in the house as far as the food intake, you know, all the junk, um, him not being active because he liked to watch TV and play video games. Um, he did not like to go outside and really play much during that time. Um, so we, I just really revamped everything. So for those three and a half months, basically, he worked out with me. It wasn't, telling my son, um, you need to go and do this. I found that mm-hmm. I had to get out there and do it with him to make it work. Um, I didn't bring attention like you had to do this because, you know, like it was something so wrong with his look with or him. his size. Right. Because I did not mm-hmm. want to affect the self, you know, his self-esteem because that's such a, a crucial age. But what I did do, I, I focused it on me, that mm-hmm. I needed to lose weight, that mama needed to mm-hmm. get healthy. Um, mm-hmm. So it was oh so, Mama, come work out with me. I'm going to the mm-hmm. track. I need you to walk with me. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. would race. Well, having boys, and anyone out there that's listening who have boys, um, they know what I'm saying when I say this. Having boys, they're very competitive, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: my boys are very competitive. So if I would say I could beat you to the mailbox or I could beat you upstairs um, or we would race or whatever the contest would be, he would try his best to win. And of course I would let him win every time. And so he's (laughs) so excited. Um, And then when we would go and work out each day because I told him I needed to do this and I needed his company and enjoyed his company, which I really did. I did enjoy talking with him and everything and laughing and having fun with him and talking with him. But he just didn't know I had an underlying, you know, underlining meaning that I was working towards getting him healthy to lose weight. But he kind of caught on and as time was going on, he I would notice he would go get on my scale in my bathroom, and he would come and say, you know, I lost a pound today, you know, this week. <laughs> and, and I would smile. I really didn't, like I said, I didn't focus on his weight per se, but inside I would mm-hmm. smile, and then we would do, you know, keep working out, and then he'll notice again, you know, I lost, you know, some more weight. And so then <laughs> it was like no longer I have to work out with you. You know, you really <laughs> need to go with you. Then it was like, let's go. <laughs> You know, let's go, let's go do something outside. You know, um, I would set up, you know, like obstacle courses outside, and uh, we would race. Um, just things that anything you can think of in the house. Um, I would just do all types of things to make him, you know, be aware of, you know, what he's putting in his body, what he's doing. And he was just, you know, he really he really got it. And so he started doing everything I asked with a smile because I was doing it first. Not him mm-hmm. by himself. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. doing it first. And then I mm-hmm. had to make it a household thing. I had to make the other kids be a part of it too so he did not feel isolated. Um mm-hmm. which was a real chore because of course, you know, kids they will fight against you when they're when they like junk food and they like all the unhealthy stuff. Um but I knew during this course he could not eat any anything unhealthy if he was trying to lose this weight and I was trying to basically save his life so he wouldn't have to take the cholesterol medicine. Um, and during that process, he did lose the weight, and so when he went back to school in August, a lot of the parents um, was like, what did you do? He was like, mm. what did you do? And so it was that type of thing. So as a result, you know, he he lost the weight, and so the book came about because of that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That
1: is a beautiful story. Tell tell us some of those things that you you, you actually had him to do, you know, uh, as far as when you mentioned you made sure he would recognize how to take or make better choices, eating choices. Because I know if he's, like, eating school lunch, did you pack his lunch or did he eat lunch at school well, and during have to that make time- choices?
2: You know during that time, remember I that said was it was summer. he started yeah, summer. Yeah, summer, so he <clears throat> had lost throat> throat> the majority of the weight during the um summer um, <clears throat> but when he went back to school, yes, I had to be, had to be more cost conscious as far as <clears> throat> throat> what I did put in his lunch
0: um
2: <clears throat> but yeah he 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 really got it during the time when he was losing the weight um I took out like I said all the junk. And what I did during that time, I bought a steamer. Uh, my husband, mm-hmm. he's very health conscious, and so a lot of the stuff I knew to do anyway because of my husband. However, knowing right. to do it and doing it is two different things. Um, of course. This
1: forced, mm-hmm. this forced me to do it.
0: hmm hmm Being that your me.
1: husband is so so health conscious, and, you know, this is, this. is I know this is a dynamic in a lot of families, and both people could be health conscious, but... I, you know sometimes just the lifestyle as we talked about, if you've got both parents working or if you have um you're run like you're running your businesses or what have you what what was it that you think that made it easier for you not to do what you knew to do in the beginning?
2: um I think I understand um what you just asked in reference to mm-hmm. what brought this on as far as him gaining the weight
1: mm-hmm, being mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. both
2: were pretty health conscious um a number of factors the first factor was me allowing him to eat all the different junk food and
0: mm-hmm.
2: not exercising and when i say exercising for kids they need to go outside and play um uh, mm-hmm. not necessarily on a treadmill or not necessarily doing weights like adults i mean they can if their doctor or if that's what the parent decides you know that's necessary for them but the average child all they need to do is go outside and play at least every day. Most kids in America, as you know, if you go into subdivisions or any community uh, throughout America, mm-hmm. a lot of the community is quiet. I mean, you may have it a couple of kids outside, but those are the thin kids usually. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times the overweight kids, unfortunately, they're the ones that don't like to go outside Um, You know, they like to watch TV, they're on the phones or they're just playing the video games or they're reading or whatever the case may be, which is fine, but they still need that time outside. And for us, I found, um, like, if you compared my other children at the time, Mm -hmm. the reason he was, the weight he was was because he did not like to go outside during that time. He did not. Mm -hmm. He was the one child Mm -hmm. that liked to stay in the house. So as a result, Mm -hmm. with the food intake, which was the poor food intake, and a lot of the sweet juices and things that people think is okay, (laughs) which is not. uh, Right. And then him not being active, that all added to it. So therefore, his metabolism slowed down, and as a result, he started gaining the weight. He started getting it in the stomach area, which was, of course, not the healthy area to get it. If you do have to gain weight, because that's where all the diseases and stuff build up, in the midsection area, but for us it was mainly poor dieting, him not being active. Um, once I changed that and I took the unhealthy food out of the house during that time um, and I started steaming all the vegetables. So his his meals consist of steamed vegetables, whatever it may have been, whatever vegetables he wanted for that particular day. Um, and also you can steam rice Um Mm-hmm. All of it, I just used the steamer a lot. Now, he still did his grilled chicken. He still did his fish, um, but no fried foods of any sort during this time. And he did a lot mm-hmm. of fresh smoothies. Um, he loves smoothies to this day, um, but I did not put any ice cream in it, did not put sugar in it, or any extra stuff, just fresh fruit. So right. uh, he enjoyed that um, and basically just revamped his whole life. Um the exercise, which consists of playing outside a lot and going with me, and his diet. And as a result, the weight came off. It really has. and To this day, he still, he he got it. He he really has. He has embraced health. He works out on his own six days a week. Um, He works out with my husband now because what they're doing at this particular phase in his life, um, they're training for the Navy SEALs test. I mean, he's not trying to be a Navy SEALs, but he's training for the test that they take, which is a very grueling, you know, test if anyone knows what the Navy SEALs have to go through. Um, but he wanted to do this with his father, um, and he's doing extremely well. He's very disciplined. Um, he just has completely got it, the whole thing of health. Um, so I know, you know, from firsthand that um, you can train a child. I mean, they will fuss with you initially.
1: And for a while, <laughs> but you cannot don't give want in. I to. My show is coming on. <laughs> yes,
2: you cannot give in because at the end of the day, you know, if they get sick, it's your mm-hmm. fault. Not mm-hmm. theirs. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. You can't blame anyone else because children – They're small. They can't go to the store and get the junk. They can't go to the fast Mm -hmm. food restaurant um, and get it themselves. An adult has to take them. Now, once they can drive, that's different. It's out of your control. But if it's a small child and they're overweight, which in our case, it was our fault, my fault, not even my husband's because he's not the one here all the time to control, you know, the food intake. So whoever the person is that controls that food intake every day, That's the person that really need to look at themselves and say, you know what, I need to make some changes for the good of my child or whoever they're taking care of.
1: Right, right, and you know, you you are saying a mouthful. First of all, we've heard this um, this subject. I know Mrs. Obama talked about and has started that "Let's Move" campaign, and it deals directly with you know what you are talking about, um, or correlations what you what you're talking about, the getting our children to be more
0: active
1: and and not just in the the organized sports, but um you know the daily activities when they come home because i know um a lot of the school systems they don't have they've they've cut back on the pe and yes. they don't have like when we were growing up pe was every day so they don't they don't have that every day so what what are some of the things, we'll come back to the activity part, but you, you mentioned something about the foods and the intake, because we all know that, you know, that's what 90% of our weight challenge, whether we can exercise all day, but, you know, what we're intaking really, really affects our weight and our health. Um, tell us, what were some of those things that you said you cut out? You said you you talked about the juices. A lot of times we think, that a lot of the juices or whatever, some of the things that we might not be aware of in the store that we purchase on a daily basis that we need to be mindful of, read the labels of. (laughs) Yes,
2: Yes, I would say strongly learn how to read a food label. A lot Mm -hmm. of times... People, You hear people say, well, I, I eat pretty healthy, or at least I think I eat pretty healthy. But then mm-hmm. when you kind of watch them, you'll see when you step back that not really because I'll give you an example. During the time when my son was gaining all this weight, he used to drink. It's a popular um, healthy drink here, a local company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, they are healthy drinks, but you have to keep in mind if you're trying to lose weight You only have to come and eat a certain amount of calories a day. Well, Mm -hmm. I found for him, he would drink two or three of these drinks a day, and each Mm -hmm. drink was anywhere from 300 to maybe 400 calories per drink.
1: And so Mm -hmm.
2: when you say, I had three of those, well, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not a meal. That's just something you're Mm -hmm. drinking, and you still have Mm -hmm. to eat. So then it pushes Mm -hmm. you over your intake. So what I had to do was take all of those healthy drinks or any other drink out of his diet and all he could have was water and all he could Mm -hmm. have was fresh smoothies because fruit didn't do it, not fresh fruit. Now, I'm not saying when you put ice cream and sugar and yogurt and extra stuff in there because then you're increasing the calorie intake, but if you actually have fresh smoothies, that's ten times better ten times healthier. Right, right. So he right, right, had, right. had a lot of healthy, fresh smoothies and he did water only. All of those other drinks and juices, apple juice and orange juice and iced tea, cut all of that out. Because that yeah. was wasted calories that he did not need. Um once I cut all of that out, you would be surprised really, you know, a lot of people say, Well I can't count calories. Well, I didn't count calories either because I didn't have time to count calories or write anything down during that time because that really mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, that wasn't my plan to just write every little thing down, but I knew what to do and I knew if you ate healthy
0: mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have to
2: write it down because you're not eating any junk. You're not drinking right. any junk. So you can eat as much ve- steam, steamed vegetables as you would like. I have never heard of a person that's overweight and all they ate was steamed <laughs> vegetables and fresh fruit. <laughs> Now, they may be yeah, out there, yeah. they really may, but yeah. I have never learned or, or know anyone personally that they have said, you know, they've come to me and said, you know, all I eat was steamed vegetables,
1: mm-hmm. baked mm-hmm. baked, whatever,
2: and mm-hmm. I'm fresh fruit and water. I have never heard mm-hmm. that. So as mm-hmm. a result, that was basically his diet. I did not restrict him of anything because you can live off of steamed vegetables, you can live mm-hmm. off of all the different fruits that God made. You can, you know, live off of water, and you definitely yes. live off of the fresh fruits. I did take all bread out of his diet and all cheese during that time, but I wanted to. I was trying to get a drastic
1: effect. Oh, drastic. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had
2: to take everything out to get that effect. I only had the summer months to work with him. So as a result, mm-hmm. if you want drastic results, you have to do drastic things. Now, once I accomplished what I wanted to, then of mm-hmm. course, leading up to now, he does eat all different types of food now. I mean he still does his steamed vegetables. Now that's still a part of his diet. His steamed vegetables is definitely there. His fresh fruit is still there. And his water is still there. But mm-hmm. he does eat as you as people say, does he eat junk ever? Yes he does. Does
1: mm-hmm. he eat it every mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm.
2: No, he doesn't eat it every day. Mm-hmm. It's in moderation. And that's in what moderation. I would tell people. Now, if you're trying to lose weight, you can't even do that in moderation. You don't need to have in your diet at all. But once you've gotten the weight off and once you are on a solid exercise, regular plan, and you can live Mm -hmm. by this every day, then Mm -hmm. in moderation. I mean, then you can Mm -hmm. have, you know, that hamburger. Now, I don't Mm -hmm. personally eat pork or beef. We only do the Mm -hmm. turkey, the chicken, or the fish, So when I say hamburger, I'm really talking about like a turkey burger. Um, You can do certain things in moderation, but Mm -hmm. if you don't have to have it, the best is not to have any of that junk so you don't have the temptation. But if you Mm -hmm. have to, you know, one thing that I also incorporated um, in his diet, which helps, and I do this myself, you know, in the stores, they have a lot of those 100-calorie packs. They're okay. really small, but they're the hundred calorie packs of whatever it may be. It could be chips, it could be cookies, it could be popcorn. Um, but it's the hundred calorie pack. It's very small, but it it it, it kind of like it helps quench the
1: With the taste the, control. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if you
2: if you had a big bag and you started snacking, of course you're probably going to eat the whole bag. Whereas right. if you have that hundred calorie pack. You know, once you're through, that's it, and it's only 100 calories. But it's still, you know, you're able to taste and get a taste of what you wanted, and you can move on. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend if you just have to have some unhealthy stuff, try the uh, the 100-calorie um,
1: packs. There are a lot and of put them. put the rest on shows. the lock and key. Don't pull out five bags. <laughs> no, don't
2: say. pull out five. Don't pull out five. <laughs> but, if I, but if I could just... Tell people what not to do. I mean, if you could live without it, I would recommend not to bring any junk in your house because if it's in there late at night, when you don't have time to fix something healthy, you're going to reach for whatever is in your pantry, in your refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So if it's unhealthy, of course, you're going to reach for it, and then you're going to eat it. So Mm -hmm. during during those phases when I was dealing with my son, I took all of that out the house, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so (laughs) as a result... He did lose the weight. He still has kept the weight off um, five years later. He looks excellent. You can't even tell this the same child. I mean, if you look at his face, you go, oh, yeah, that is him. But body-wise, uh-huh. you cannot he's tell. Different. I mean, looks totally different. And and he's actually my motiva- um, motivation um, now, motivator, because when he comes home, he'll say, did you work out today?
0: And I'll go,
2: <laughs> no. And he'll say, are you going to? And I'll say yes, and he'll say when. And I, if I give him a time, trust me, he's going to yes. come back during that he's time. He's going to check you. And he's, he's going to say, I thought you was going to work out. So actually now he's even stepped it up. So sometimes he's my motivator. When I don't mm-hmm. feel like it, he encourages me to do it mm-hmm. um, and to drink mm-hmm. my water and everything mm-hmm. as far as you know, what you know to do but a lot of times we don't do
1: as adults. So, right, um, right, 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 yes. right, right. That that is good. I mean, in the in the water piece and the smoothie, um, I know I make a smoothie for my daughter every every morning, and you'd be surprised, you know. Just a little juice I put in in um, banana. I, I never put the, the the ice cream or yogurt or or dairy or anything like that in there. And it's, I mean, it's just as sweet. The fruit is sweet enough, is. you know. It, it is. It's, it's like you really don't need to add anything uh, yeah. else to it. So one one of the things I'd like to just kind of point out and have you talk a little bit more about, because we know um, our audience, we have a, a, their lifestyle is very busy. A lot of people, we all know, it's on the go and here, and, and you mentioned how sometimes we feel that um, if we don't have time to prepare something that's healthy, uh we, we will kind of pull and get those things that may not be as healthy, which is okay in moderation, we're saying, but for every night. But really, when you when you have your steamer and you're steaming the brown rice and you're steaming the vegetables, do you find that it is just as easy to 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 prepare and just as quick to prepare as anything else that might be unhealthy?
2: Actually it's it's quicker and it's easier. Um because
1: mm-hmm.
2: all you're doing in truth, you can pick up a steamer at Target, Walmart, they're twenty bucks. Right. They're not expensive unless you just wanna buy one that's real expensive. But the super you one. can Right. Yes, yes, but the the twenty dollar one that I have from Walmart, I mean I have a couple other ones, but the one I like is from Walmart and that one I was just giving people an example because, you know, everyone pretty much have a Walmart in their town that they can go to, or Target or any of those stores, department stores. But um, it's easy. You just put water in the steamer, set the time, put the vegetables in, depending on what vegetable it is, like if it's corn or if it's potatoes or different ones that may take a little longer, of course, you put those on first and then you Mm -hmm. put the other vegetables in after that may not take as long. But all Mm -hmm. you're doing is just putting them in, and the water Mm -hmm. is steaming it, and that's it. You could put onions on top or peppers on Mm -hmm. top or need to season Mm -hmm. it. But on the most part, what I found, I don't have to season it. It has its own flavor, Um, and Mm -hmm. I know that may sound odd to some people who have never used a steamer and have never had the steamed vegetables, but it actually has such a clean taste. Which mm-hmm. really, to me, my opinion, and you would have to try it before you say, "Oh, that's not true." It tastes right. better in a lot of cases than actually prepared vegetables on the stove that you put all the right. seasoning in. That you know, you actually take all the taste and the nutrients water out it down. It. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for us mm-hmm. and for me, it's actually easier to use the steamer. So mm-hmm. if if I could tell parents, you know, if you're thinking, "Well, I'm not going to do a steamer because it's going to take too long," You can leave it on the counter. You put the water in. When you get through, once that's everything right. is steamed out, you just clean out the the tray that it's in. It's steamed in. Pour the water out, and you're through.
1: Right. So, right. You and it's have easy. All these pots easy cleanup. I know. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it not really a lot easy. of spoons. Not a lot it of that. Is it, it is really. Easy. It
2: really isn't. So I would tell people to try it first before they say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm, that's just going to be too much work. It really isn't, and your food will taste so much better so clean compared to when you put it on top of the stove.
1: Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. from my
2: experience because I've done both, um, so I know what both taste like. Um, So that would just be a recommendation, you know, from me. And also a lot of times that will help parents. I do this too because sometimes in the mornings you don't have time to prepare stuff, you know, like you would like to that's healthy because it's always easy to just pop something in the microwave. Um, Prepare the night before. Right Lay out the lunches the night before, have the kids get involved and help you and tell you you know you give them like two or three options and let them pick between the two or three options, and then you can do everything the night before the next morning. all you have to do is take it out the refrigerator, put it in the you know their lunch boxes, and you're good to go or take it out for you know for breakfast or whatever the case, but plan for it plan for it the night before. And I don't mean plan right. like take an hour to do this. Just get the kids involved. And, you know, once, once you have five to seven different, you know, like meals, meal plans, I mean, most people do rotate. not 30 different <laughs> meals every, you know, out the whole month. They do not do 30. So, you know, you come up with like the top seven, top ten meals that you feel you and your family you can rotate and that you can actually live by, and that would help a whole lot as far as mm-hmm. help cut down on, okay, what do I eat tonight? What do I eat for lunch? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you will already have it and it will already be planned out, which helps it speed up the time and make it a lot easier.
0: Mm mm-hmm. I know.
1: I love that corner. I mean the corn on the cob. I, I would I wouldn't even want to eat boiled corn ever again. Once you have steamed corn, the way it pops, yes. oh gosh, it just yes, it, it's so good. It, <laughs> I just it love really, it. It really, it really is. It really is. Yeah. And in, re-
2: and in reference sweet. to the smoothies that you were saying about, when I had mm-hmm. mentioned you don't have to put like the yogurt and the uh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the ice cream cuz people think they need to sweeten it up. What I right. what I personally do to help give it the coldness so you don't have to also so you don't have to put the ice. I use frozen strawberries.
0: That yes, is that's that's what we that's do. The, mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. Fruit, mm-hmm. the only
2: fruit that I don't use that's fresh mm-hmm. because it gives mm-hmm. it the coldness like ice. So you don't mm-hmm. have to add the ice and then it also helps it is very sweet. And Mm -hmm. um, so I use the frozen strawberries that I put in with the other fruit. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, sometimes what I put in now, you can use water to help it blend Mm -hmm. up a lot easier. Or you could get, you know, the apple juice or a little juice that you may like and put at the bottom Mm -hmm. to make it turn Mm -hmm. better so it doesn't stick. And that just gives it a nice taste in addition with the fresh fruit. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, Just three things. That's what I use every morning, a little apple juice, Okay. Um, and uh, the banana, and I actually use ice just to give it that. She likes that consistency that it gives oh,
2: okay. uh, the
1: ice. And um, in the in the wintertime, I do do the frozen, uh, you know, strawberries and uh, peaches, or what have you, and or and and the banana, and that's 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 it. It's quick and easy. Yeah. And not not a, not a lot of uh, work on there, and it's filling. It's a nice snack too uh, really for is. her when she comes home after school or what have you. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. So now we've talked about kids that are um, that that you're preparing the lunches for. I know uh, for me, the the pressure. I always had control over <laughs> what my daughter was eating. The younger she was, but now that she's getting older, and she sees other people eating some things or she wanted to start eating school lunches and i, I just had not been a big fan um of, of the school lunches but uh the, the the new school we're in i'm i'm really enjoying that a lot better but how do how would someone that right now they're not preparing lunches which we know that's the ultimate goal you know to prepare cuz you can control the intake better but what would you suggest for them to um, share with their children in order to to make better choices when they're eating the school lunches?
2: Um, what I always tell my kids is pick the lesser of the bad foods. Mm-hmm. Um, of mm-hmm. course, none of it is really healthy on the menu on the most part, even when we go out mm-hmm. to restaurants. But there are different levels. You know, some stuff is just just horrible, and then some stuff is just okay and bearable. So I always tell them to pick the levels, like don't get the worst. So when we go Mm -hmm. in, it's like, okay, what do you want? And, of course, Mm -hmm. being that I have four kids, they all have different tastes, and so I still have (laughs) – Um, My younger kids, they still to this day, will they want certain things that are definitely not the best. And and, and that's a challenge because I deal with that every day. But you have to be consistent and you have to know when to say no. Um, And then sometimes you can give in, Um, you know. So it's just being consistent, setting an example for your kids and letting them see that you don't eat all of that stuff.
1: That, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you
2: are eating your vegetables and you're eating the right foods and not all this this Mm -hmm. greasy stuff. So if your kids see you over time and they see that it's a lifestyle change, not Mm -hmm. a period of we're going to just do this. No, a lifestyle Mm -hmm. change. You do this every single day. Then it becomes Mm -hmm. a part of them, and they don't ask as much. They only will ask when they go out. They don't necessarily Mm -hmm. ask in the house. But even if they do, they pretty much know you're going to say no, and that's okay Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you're the parent Mm -hmm. and it's your job to raise them correctly, and this is correctly because you don't want them to be sick with all the different Diseases out there, like the high blood pressure and high cholesterol and diabetes ten twenty years later, because mm-hmm. you didn't want to say no, you couldn't have x y z food at that restaurant two three times out the mm-hmm. week, and in some cases, mm-hmm. some kids get the stuff every day, so every day, right you no know, it's going to be your fault when they have to go into the doctor's office or they have a heart attack or whatever the case may be 10 years, 20 years later because their arteries are clogged because guess what? You allowed them to eat all of that. It wasn't their fault. You allowed it, and you taught them and trained them that that was okay. So
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's okay to say no sometimes. They'll be fine because you're training <laughs> them that this is the best way to live. But you have <laughs> to first set the example on um, one way when um, my son, I was really working with him, it was a challenge at first to get everyone to drink the water. So once again, being that I have boys and they're very competitive, I had to come up with ways to, you know, get them to compete. So we had the water challenge. So whenever I would say, let's do the water challenge, and would yell that out, everyone would run to the kitchen. Now, my little ones had their own little cup because they were, you know, (laughs) real small. But um, the older two and myself... It was like they would get their 16-ounce bottle, and we would race to see who would finish the first, you know. And, Mm -hmm. of course, I would always be the last one. So it's like, Mama, you're just so slow. Mama, you can't drink this water. (laughs) But I knew what I was doing. I wanted them to learn the habit and wanted to drink water. And, of course, if they would beat me, it was like, wow, and we beat Mama too. So, of course, they all won every time. Um, But (laughs) they, they got into the habit of drinking water. So to this day, if you say to any of my kids, you want to do the water challenge, they'll smile because they'll know what you're talking about. They'll say, oh, my mom told you about that. Because <laughs> that's when you go in and let's let's just see who can drink, you know, the most water, the quickest, you know, in the mm-hmm. shortest amount of time. And to this day, they, if you say it, they will come and they will challenge you. And they're pretty good with drinking water real fast. My um, <laughs> oldest son, as a result, I mean, he drinks he drinks a pile of water. I don't know his intake right now, but let's just say based on the the individual bottles, the sixteen ounce bottles. He does mm-hmm. at least seven or eight of those a day of those bottles.
1: Oh, Plus that's good. With other
2: stuff. So he and he drinks it like he'll take one of those bottles and he'll drink it in like less than a minute, thirty seconds Once, gulp it down. <laughs> yes, yes. That's good. So that's good. it can be done if you train them because he's a mm-hmm. living he's a living proof if you want to Mm -hmm. say, because now I can step back and he will make the best choice. Mm
0: -hmm. And he knows Mm -hmm.
2: what to make as far as the choices to make, good or bad, because he's been trained, he's been taught, he sees his dad living this way, he sees mama living a certain way. I'm not as disciplined as as his dad. (laughs) Nevertheless,
0: he sees that we
2: still live healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. so he just, he has it now. So for anyone out there thinking, well, my child, you know, I'm just going to make them and they're going to still want this and that and if nothing's going to change, I would say, no, that's not the case because I'm living Mm -hmm. it every day with my child. And I know it works and I know they will grab hold and they will live it because he's living it. He's 15. And it's like out of all his friends and stuff, now he has a lot of his friends doing a lot of things that he's doing because they watch right. him over the years and they see, well, wow, you know, he really does live this way.
1: And so mm-hmm. they want
2: mm-hmm. to do the same thing he's doing. So as a result, mm-hmm. it, it can be done. It's going to take work.
0: Mm-hmm. Trust me, mm-hmm. it's going to
2: take work because our society does not make it easy to be healthy. No, they don't. They it don't. Really oh. does. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. So, but if you're willing to put forth the effort because it's worth it, it's your child's mm-hmm. life, it's your life, is not, you know, people think when I when I wrote the book Slim Down for Kids is just for children. Of course I named it Slim Down for Kids because I wrote it as a result of my son. However, if you read this book, it would work for your child, for you,
0: mm-hmm.
2: for your family, for anyone. The principles are the same as far as getting in shape and being healthy. The principles are the same. The only difference with this book I have different activities and little pointers in there to make it fun for children, but separate from that small section, everything else is the way that we should live every single day, whether you're a child or whether you're an adult. So, um it can be done. It just takes you making up in your mind that this is what you need to do for your life, for your family's mm-hmm. life.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that we we were going to, uh, I had alluded to that a little earlier and got um, on another track, but uh, the fact that you took ownership um, of it, because that's, that's a debate today, you know, whether the parents are to blame um, for childhood obesity, not saying your son was obese or what have you, but are parents to blame, but you just said that it is my fault. Um, it is. It, it's my how, child how is it a child?
2: It is. Right. And how how is it the child's fault? I would like right. a parent to tell me that right. their ten year old is overweight because it's them. They can't buy right. the food. They don't have the money to buy the food. They don't have right. they cannot drive to a store and and get mm-hmm. all their groceries. They cannot drive mm-hmm. to the fast food places. They cannot mm-hmm. get all the candy. They can't do that themselves. So how is it mm-hmm. if I see an overweight child, not a teenager, not a young adult, mm-hmm. but a child, how is it their fault? It's not. They don't prepare their food. An 8-year-old mm-hmm. does not get in there and fix dinner. So
0: mm-hmm. it
2: is whoever prepares the food. It may not be the parent if the parent is not the one that's home that prepares the food, but if it's the grandparents, if it's the aunt, uncle, if it's the older siblings, if it's whoever, the babysitter, if you allow that person, whoever's taking care of your kids, to prepare the food and it's unhealthy, guess what? It's mm-hmm. it's still your fault, inevitable, because you allowed it. So because you allowed mm-hmm. it, it is your fault. So the first thing to even solve the problem, the issue, or to even try to solve it, you have to realize, okay, I allowed this to go on long enough. So guess what? I need to step in now and solve this. Clean up mm-hmm. the diet. Clean it up. Clean the house up as far as all the unhealthy stuff that's in the house. Make the child along with you. I don't mean make them, but have them be a part of with you. Because I will say this, if you take 10 parents, (laughs) 10 women, let's just say women, because women are normally the ones that prepare the food on the most part, so let's just say we had 10 women. If the child is overweight, probably 75 to 80%. The mother is overweight.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's mm-hmm. like, it, 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 it's like a, I want to say if you look at a lot of families and, you know, people have like, they'll say, my my grandfather had diabetes. um You know, my mm-hmm. mother has diabetes or high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Now I mm-hmm. have it. I wonder why. You wonder mm-hmm. why you eat the mm-hmm. same way as your grandparents, mm-hmm. as your parents, and now mm-hmm. you're eating the same way. So as a result, you're getting the same results. You're not doing anything mm-hmm. different. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yes, it is first, whoever controls the food intake, it's their fault. So you have to face fact. I had to face fact, and I was it was shocking and more hurtful to me because, see, I live with someone that is very health conscious. Um, yes, and I yes. know what to do, and we had this issue in our house. So right. once you realize, you know what, I let this go on long enough, do something about it. Don't keep saying, well, I wonder how my child got this weight. Oh, they must have it this way because they're eating the school lunches. Well, if they are, you're giving them the money for school lunch or you're letting them get the school lunch if that's the case. But that's not the case. They're not overweight just because they're eating one meal a day. They're overweight because of everything you're allowing them to eat. So then face it, then do something about it, and move on. Um right. I don't I don't I really don't understand why it's a debate because it is what it is A small child it is not their fault that there's that they are overweight period right. so there, there is no exception right. to the rule they cannot cook they cannot get their food period So it's the adults fault face it Right and do something about it. And in the process, you're going to get healthy along with your child.
1: Along with your child. And you know, the, the, I, I've learned that children are resilient, more resilient than we think. And they're yes, very they are. bright. Yes. Um, they're, they're just, I, I used to hear this on Oprah <laughs> a long time ago, that children are just little people. And of course, when we think about, I don't know, traditionally, how maybe some of us may have been raised, I was raised in the South. And, Traditionally, black—you know—the stereotype of black family, how you don't ask, you don't know, question, because I said so. That, um, you know, really is a little different today. When when you just have a conversation and you can give them, explain to them, and give them reasons why, and help them make those choices, like you said, they will want to do that. Like just like your son's friends are making a choice to be healthier, but we we have to give them that option and, and explain it to them. It can't just be just because I said so. And, and they don't come up with too. things on their own. You know, yeah. I know my daughter, and I don't know where she came up with this. I, I promise you I didn't tell her this, but I have not. I, I have to confess, I have not told her it is not true yet because I, I need that to help me help her continue okay. to make the right choices but whenever she eats junk food she comes to me and she says mommy oh my tonsils getting large really large so she has associated I don't know what she did but she associated her tonsils getting huge from eating junk you know and I think I think honestly <laughs> now I think about it, I think it may have come from a story one of her uh, classmates who had to have her tonsils removed and I think we were talking about eating junk why you want to eat healthy and take care of your body so but
0: okay. your children
1: ch- children will they will come up with what they need to you know to they make will. those right choices right they right will,
2: it starts with us first. We have to set the example and once mm-hmm. we set the example then they will follow. I mean they will. Mm-hmm. At first they may, you know, fuss about it and not want to do it and it may take a while. Do not mm-hmm. think it's gonna be easy, especially if they've been used to this for eight, ten years of their, you know, little lives, they are going right. to, you know, um just buck against the system. But consistency and you're standing your ground Eventually, it will all come together, but they have to see you do it first.
1: Right, right. They have to. Right. They do. They do. And and there are so many things that you offer in your book. Tell us, um, where can we get a copy of your book? Because we know you have activities inside. You've got recipes uh, inside. Tell tell us where everyone can get a copy of your book.
2: You can go to hitbooks.com, H-I-T, B as in boy, O O K S HitBooks dot com and you can order it from that website www.hitbooks.com.
1: Mm-hmm. HitBooks dot com. Awesome, awesome. Now we know that you're also on Facebook as well. Are you on Twitter too?
2: I'm learning Twitter, but I am on Twitter. You
1: learning?
2: I'm under, no. <laughs> yes, I'm on the Simone Brawner, but um, okay. you could. I actually – my Facebook page is the best page to actually reach me on because I actually okay. post on Facebook once a day as far as giving a health tip. So they can find me at Stacy Simone Bronner or just look for Slim Down for Kids.
1: Slim Down for Kids, and that's good. We are, We also know that um, you, you have your new company, um, that you started, and um tell- tell us a little bit about how we can learn more about that, and your artists that you have and where they'll be performing.
2: Well, um, that came about because of our son, one of our sons. um, He's into the music, into music, Uh and um, he just completed his debut album. Um, Everyone can go and check him out at Christian Bronner, B as in boy, R-O-N-N-E-R.com, and you can follow him on Twitter or Facebook or on his YouTube page. But um, this weekend, the (laughs) – Excuse me, my throat got dry. Bless you. All right. <laughs> That um,
1: happens sometimes. Uh-huh. I
2: know. You do all this talking, and it's like, oh, my <laughs> throat gets dry. I do apologize.
1: Um, you can it's follow
2: him. Um, this weekend, he's actually performing at the Bronner Brothers International Hair Show at the um, Georgia World Congress Center on the 18th, 17th, and 18th, and 19th, I believe. But on the Sunday um Service. He's actually going to perform during the church service at the World Congress Center And also he's going to perform at 12 o'clock noon at the New Expression booth um, So if you are in town or if you live in Atlanta Come out to the World Congress Center and check him out um, ChristianBronner.com So we look to see you I also have a new artist that um, is working on his music And he will be out soon His name is Charles King So just look out for those two artists
1: Awesome. That's great. That's great. Well, we we have thoroughly enjoyed this interview and um, just want to congratulate you on all the wonderful things that you're doing. And just also want to say thank you for taking the time to write this book um, to, because it's filled with so much wisdom and so much guidance for a lot of families who are in the situation of trying to help our children live a healthier lifestyle. And the key is, of course, to help them. But I love how you said the benefit not only of helping our children, but the benefit of helping ourselves um, in the process as well, because your book is not just for children, you said. It is definitely for adults as well.
2: Yes, and also... Um i'm actually uh my website for slim down for health will be available it will be um mm-hmm. it will launch the first week in March so they can also look okay. out for slim health dot com okay. and that will be geared okay. more towards everyone versus just slim down for kids so they can just look okay. out for health dot com and it'll be available we will launch it the first week in March.
1: And and is that for, are you spelling F O R, slim down for F O R?
2: Yes. yes, Slim down and F O R for health. Yes.
1: dot com. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Miss Stacy, thank you again for joining us on the show and for all of our listeners who tuned in, we certainly appreciate you for joining us and everybody in the chat room. If you've just tuned in and you've missed the first half of the show, you can and you wanna hear this show again, you can always go to Wealthy Sisters, S I S T A S radio dot com and download the show and check out our others as well. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters, and also you can click follow on the Blog Talk Network so that you can get that reminder about the show an hour because, you know, every week we provide you with rich, great content. And continue to have a super day and celebrate and love this week. And, again, as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Take care.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com.
1: Got right into it. I didn't even have to prod you or anything. So you did. You did great. You. Uh, are you there? Are you there? Hello.